Welcome back to Bible study to Paul's letter to the Galatians, Galatian church. Uh, thank you, John and Derek, for coming back. We've, we've put some good heavy hours in on this. It's not, we haven't quite reached the, the scale of Isaiah. Well, I, I think it, it took us a few, um, a few weeks before we got past verse 2 <laughs> by Zara and I had in my mind we've still got all of these other chapters to deal with but um, in God's timing we will endeavour to go through um, uh, uh, faithfully and if need be take longer over this ha- is half of verses yeah. but um, I'm, I'm very happy with with what's coming out of this passage it's absolutely wonderful I think, Derek, you're going to read and uh, from verse 6, 6 to verse 14, and then I'll pray. Galatians 3, verse 6. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. For as many as of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law, to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you very much. Lord, we thank you uh, for uh, your word, for uh, the many examples of, of the patriarchs, of the giants of the faith, so to speak, who believed, having not seen, and, and even Thomas, who believed when he saw. And we pray, Lord, that we, we would um, face uh, these scriptures and talk them through with the eyes of faith and that we may live by faith and that we may honour you in this Bible study and in our lives. And we pray a blessing on all, all those who are tuned in at this point in time. We pray that they may hear from you and be inspired and encouraged to serve you and to witness for you in this generation. Amen. 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 I'm tempted to say, here we go again, but it never is. No two Bible studies are the same, like no two games of chess. <laughs> Literally, there, there, there are different moves in different directions. And um, uh, I've got a little tear in my eye because we were laughing before the show <laughs> at, at uh, how one can predict where, what verse or half verse will have reached by the end of the Bible study. But... Um, I'll discover we're back in Galatians 1 (laughs) by the end of Bible study. But here we are. Um, We've come back to the the story of Abraham that we um, dealt with in an introductory sense last week. 
uh, and of course we are part of the family of faith. Um, we are to whom righteousness is credited. Mm. Where do we start in? So we, we've, you've started to read from verse six. What would you want well, to pick out from yeah, just, the, the following verses? Just from the context that he's, he's making his argument, of course, yeah. right now, of justification by faith mm. in Christ. Mm. That's how you're made righteous with God, not by works, but by faith in Jesus Christ. And uh, he, he's talked about the cross, once you understand the cross, you have to believe that. Yeah. When you, he talked about their experiences confirm that. But now he's saying this is actually rooted in God's revelation going way back to the beginning, really, to Abraham. Yeah. And this is how Abraham was saved. And of course, we, we discussed this in depth last time in verse 6, that Abraham believed God and it was counted for him for righteousness. Mm -hmm. And that's when Abraham put his faith in the Messiah and through his faith, righteousness, yeah. the righteousness of Christ, was imputed to Abraham. And we, and we also mentioned that, um, uh, that it was God um, announced it in advance to Abraham. So he went in detail in terms of the heavens, mm. which was absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, but keep going. Yes, Just, um, and, and they would have had knowledge of the Messiah. Of course, yeah. they didn't know his name was Jesus, but they, they, they knew because God had gave the promise of the Messiah from the beginning. Mm. And Abraham put his trust in the Messiah, and, and he was told actually that it was actually, the Messiah would be his seed. Mm. And, that's how he became righteous. So now in verse 7 he says, Now therefore know, now here in my Bible I've crossed out the word only. Yeah. I don't know if it's in, because it's in italics. Yeah. And if you notice, um, a word in italics is not there in the original. It's the translators put that in. Yeah. But that's replacement theology right there. Because mm -hmm. he's saying, only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. If you put the only yeah. in, yeah. you're basically saying that, that the, the Jews are That's not good. sons of Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore yeah. they've got, you know, so we should really cross that word only out because it's not there. I, I once recited 11 chapters of Romans to, to Lance and he picked up in chapter two where I'd got missed out and only. A man is not a Jew, I said, who is one outwardly. <laughs> Uh. And, you know, these little words, he said, and he said, only. <laughs> it was only one outwardly. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's true, isn't it? You can, you, these are important. I, 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 uh, in my nearly infallible version, NIV, it mm. says, um, understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham, which is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it didn't say only no, those who believe. So I think it should come out. That's the New King James does, makes yeah. that mistake. So that's important. That's an important point. So since Abraham believed, and that's how he was saved, through faith, mm. therefore it's really saying we're his spirituals. If we receive or salvation from God through faith, we are the spiritual sons. Because mm. sonship is to have the same nature, the same. Yeah. So th there is a physical sonship, yeah. but we're spiritually the sons of Abraham mm. through, if we, are, if we believe. So he says, look, you... For, you know, don't forget Moses, but look past Moses, go back to the beginning, go back to Abraham. Mm. If you want to be a true believer in the line yeah. of Abraham, yeah. then, then it's through faith. Yeah. And what these circumcisers were doing, these legalists were saying, 
you must get circumcised to become a son of Abraham. You see, and he said, no, you're already a son of Abraham. Through your faith, you're a son of Abraham, a spiritual son of Abraham, but that's all you need. And this is picked up also in the the Romans 4 passage where it says Mm. um, that was it after or before? You know, was righteousness credited to Abraham after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before, and he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness he had by faith before yes. he was circumcised. Um, John, in verse, um, in verse 8, we did talk about it a bit last week, but it says, the scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles um, uh, by faith, and he announced it in advance to Abraham. What, what specifically was the foreseeing of the Gentiles. Well, as, as, as I understand it, this yeah. is again referring back to Genesis 15, yeah. and, and um, it, it's saying that the, 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 Lord, the Lord preached the gospel to Abraham. Yeah. You know, he told Abraham to look up at the stars. We're not told what, what was said apart from that, but I, I conclude... It's specifically to do with the Gentiles. Well, yes, but I, yeah, but I conclude... Well, I'll come to that. Yeah. I conclude from this passage that at that point the, the Lord brought alive to Abraham the story, the gospel uh, prophecy which the God had put into the heavens so that all could see it. And, and it, this wasn't new, they'd known it from the beginning but it had probably got a bit lost and faint over time and now the, the, the Lord opened Abraham's heart and eyes to see it and he saw it and he believed it and, and uh, that was accounted, uh, so he believed in the Saviour and that was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, the Lord says to him, to save Abraham, saying, in you all the nations z- 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 will be yes. blessed. Good point. That's where we get the clue to the Gentiles. That's good. Yes, sure. yes, yes. Very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, very important. Because that appears to be a contradiction, you see, because yeah. the nations or the Gentiles are not the physical descendants of Abraham. Yeah. But he's saying all of the nations will yeah. be blessed yeah. in you. Yeah, exactly. So how can that be? Because they're not physically descended from Abraham, but this is the language of inheritance. That's you right. know, yeah. in Abraham, normally it would be physical, in Abraham, his children would receive as a free gift the, the inheritance yeah. and, and the blessing that come from the Father. Mm-hmm. So here it's saying, the nations will receive an inheritance, which is a free gift. Mm. But so that Abraham is in some sense their father. Yeah. Um, but it's a spirit. But it must be some. God's got to set up a spiritual yeah. transmission system. Yeah. So that through Abraham and his seed, as yeah. through the Messiah, yeah. um, that blessing, and as we read on, the blessing is justification, mm. and the spirit. The two, the two together, mm-hmm. and and that is the gospel. It, it's kind of in 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 kind of coded form, but it's basically saying God's going to give His blessing of salvation to all the nations. That's right. Through Abraham. Yeah. Through amazing a spiritual connection of Abraham. So here it says, um, of course, um, as you've both said, that, that all the nations would be blessed. I mean, I mean in the Romans passage, it says. He became the father 
of many nations. So it's the kind of the father of faith. Yes, mm. yes. Not the father of faith, but the father of the faith. Mm. Uh, the, the first one who, uh, to whom righteousness was credited by faith, so as it were, the, that, that, that faith. I'm trying to get my head around the father aspect of it. But, um, yeah, it, it is difficult because you've got this point of time where Abraham is called from uh, the Chaldeans, or Chaldeans how it's pronounced, and, and, and becomes the anchor point for all believers in the future. Yeah. But we know that before him there were other believers. We know that yeah. Adam and Eve believed, they were thrown Abel. out of the garden, but yeah. they were still saved and, and able and, 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 and Noah. Noah, and on yeah. the story goes. So there were other believers Enoch. there. Yeah, sorry. Indeed. Yeah, long yes. list, long list. Yeah, yeah. long but list. They, they were still saved through the seed of Abraham. Absolutely, they were, they were because it's, it's, it's Christ on the cross. That, that's you can't, that's the, the fulcrum around which everything re revolves. Yeah. Um, but there were, we don't want to say there were no believers no. before when Abraham. When you're saying the seed of Abraham, you're saying the Messiah. The Messiah, that's yes, it, exactly. which is the seed of... And, yeah. and that's the transmission system that becomes clearer as we read on from Scripture. Genesis 12, 3, of course, he said, in you all the nations will be blessed, doesn't expa exactly explain how. No, that's right. But then he says, how is it going to happen? It's yeah. through the seed yeah. of, in other words, Christ is the seed of Abraham and he, through his perfection, could inherit the whole blessing. Yeah. And then when we put our trust in Christ, we are put into Christ and we become part of the seed of Abraham. We, we become the body of Christ yeah. and we inherit the blessing, That's right. not on our works, we've but as an inheritance, yeah, just because we are in Christ. Yeah. Heirs, of heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ, yeah, wonderful. And so you have to think about it a bit, but the gospel is in that statement. Yeah. Blessing is salvation, mm. it's freely given to all nations, mm. spiritually, through, through Abraham's that's seed. Right, that's right, wonderful. Okay, so you know kids that sing that chorus, Father Abraham had many sons, <laughs> many sons had Father Abraham, I am one of them, so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. And, and then, you know, we do our little antics in the Sunday school, but it's very profound <laughs> what we sing in that lovely um, song, what we sing as kids that we are, we are sons, we're children of, of Abraham. That's quite... Mm. Yeah. Yes, and even though the children singing it don't necessarily understand that no. the depth of what they're saying, the fact is you're still proclaiming this truth into the heavens, yeah. speaking out this truth. There's another, there's another sort of, um, as it were, um, rabbit that runs around, which is that... Um, Abraham is the father of the three great monotheistic religions. Yeah. He's not really, is he? No, he's not. Because the faith that we're talking about has nothing to do with, you know, religions that have no. derived from it. You know, Christianity, Judaism and Islam mm. are, are different from all the other religions that are out there in, the, in that they... They do go back to Abraham, but they're not acknowledging Jesus as the Messiah. No. It, I mean, it is a. I mean, it does mean that Abraham's probably the most famous person yes. in the world because yes. 
you know, all these three religions do look up to Abraham. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that doesn't mean they're on an equal. There, there was basis. a. Um, uh, he, he he was he was my brother Jake's lecturer when he was at West London Institute, and he wrote the book Restoring the Kingdom, Doctor oh, Andrew yeah. Walker. But he, in one of the, I just casting my mind back to what my brother told me of a lecture he gave on Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were probably um, three contemporaries who devised a story that would, that would, that would mean their name would, would, would resound through the ages because it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm. And they sat around together and cooked up this, you know, because he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, well, and Jacob. He believed that. Well, no, he, he taught it as a sort of uh, a hypothesis, but uh, I wasn't there, so I, you know, it's a little bit of hearsay here, but I'm just saying that in, as soon as you detach yourself from the God of Abraham, mm. you, you, are, you can make up any story you want. Mm. But the, 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 the faith of Abraham that we're talking about is what we're talking is faith in the Messiah, and it's not just, you know, Abra Abraham believed in some God out there. Because mm. that's what monotheism means, you know, the yeah. belief in one God. That isn't, it's important, but that isn't the, no. that isn't the it's, saving it's faith. faith in, the, in the Messiah. Because yeah. he's the father of faith, and that's what he's saying, look, that's what these Judaizers would say. Yeah. But what does that mean? If, if he's my spiritual father, then I, my faith should be of the same type of faith that yeah. Abraham had, yeah. which is faith in the Messiah. Mm. And through that faith, I am blessed. Yeah. Praise God, even among the Gentiles. And again, the point, again, Paul probably is saying is, you don't have to become a Jew to become a child of Abraham and inherit the blessing. Mm. It, it's through your faith that yeah. you yeah. can inherit the blessing. You are a son of Abraham. Can, can I open this one up? That, that you, you know, Abraham was believing in the Messiah to come. Mm. Um, um, many observant Jews today are believing in the Messiah to come, but they haven't clocked that the Messiah has come, mm. and they haven't, for, for many, many reasons, some of them are just because of the enmity between Christendom and, and, and Judaism through the ages, you know, where it's been, the cross has been a symbol of oppression to them. It's been held up, you know, at, when they're being slaughtered. Um, at the pogroms or the Inquisition or the Crusades. And so, uh, and yet, and I'm not, I'm not actually talking about dual covenant here, I'm talking about just their, their belief in a Messiah to come. When the Messiah comes, they're always saying, you see. And um, That's could it be said to be in any way um, linking to the faith, Abraham's faith in the Messiah to come? I don't. I get the. Impression. I know it isn't, but I want to no. put it to you. I get the impression from the New Testament that you know, while that might have applied before Christ came, yeah. Now that He has revealed Himself, okay. Now that that mystery is revealed, yeah. Now the the moral choice is whether you accept Jesus. But the question is, has it been revealed to those whose eyes are that are blinded? So God's hearts are hardened. Romans eleven. In one sense. Yes, um, chronologically it's happened, but in terms of their um, 
the position that they are, God having given them a spirit of stupor, um, that, so that reconciliation could be brought to the world. Where are they in the mix? Those that are believing in the Messiah to come, but for whatever reason of history, they just cannot accept that the name Jesus is like Adolf Hitler to them. Mm. Literally, it's a symbol of oppression and persecution. There's a massive blockage there. Could it be? And, well, yeah. you know, I may be sacked from, yeah, <laughs> from Revelation TV for asking these questions, but I'm not actually saying what the answer is. I'm just probing I, this point. That kind of question I, sometimes I get out of by just saying Good. it's above my pay grade. That's clever. You know, only God in the end knows how liable someone is, you know, that's right. for rejecting the light that's given them. That's right. Um, but the only assurance the New Testament gives us is that you are saved through believing in Jesus Christ. That's so. Right. I don't know how. And there's nowhere, God's you know, the Lord Jesus, John 14, 6. No one comes to the Father except by me. So if they have actually rejected Jesus Christ mm. as the Messiah, mm. I, I do not hold out much hope. Yeah. Um, I, I traveled around Israel with a brother called Sam Larby. He, he's been unwell. He's a dear, dear brother who had a wonderful healing ministry. And he, and he literally, wherever he went, he would offer to pray for healing for folk. But they'd have to say beforehand, this belongs to me because of what Jesus has done. Mm. And, and then he'd, he'd pray for them, and many, many um, Israelis and others. But uh, we were there at, um, at some shop and, and he offered it to God, repeat this. And he said, because of what Jesus has done, Jesus, I can't, I can't say that word. I can't say that name. You should have no. said Yeshua. Yeah, yes, maybe. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, but do you know my, the, 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 just the essence of what I'm saying is, yeah. th is that there is this, just this fear of, sure. of something which is, is in their minds, you know, even Jews for Jesus, so to speak, they, 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 they see that as, as a kind of tool, uh, a Gentile tool to destroy them you know, in the same way as, you know, different historic yeah. persecutions. Oh. Oh, yeah. And so there, there is that obstacle there. But as you say, yeah, are they rejecting Jesus or are they rejecting just a word? Yeah, mm. yeah. And it is above my pay grade. So we'll ask no, John. No, no, no. It's way, <laughs> way above mine. <laughs> oh, well, I'm here to ask the difficult questions. The Lord, to answer them. The Lord, will ha the Lord will have some mechanism because after yeah. all, he has blinded their eyes. Yeah. And therefore, he knows that they can't receive him. They will recognize him when he returns, yeah. and they will weep. But he's done it while still allowing some through the net, he, mm. because they are messianic believers and always have been. A small number compared with. Yeah. But he's allowed some through, but he's blinded the eyes of the rest. So it's his responsibility, mm. and he will do what is right. Yeah. Mm. And the key challenge for us as as Gentile believers is to provoke them to jealousy. Mm. And that's quite a profound thing. That's, not, that's, that's by a great testimony to yeah. the truth of the gospel in, in both, um, as we've been reading, you know, in, in our salvation, uh, in our new birth, in our sanctification, having a genuine, authentic testimony of the living Lord Jesus. Mm. That's probably more powerful than any evangelistic campaign or 
or yeah. Morris Cirillo dropping a New Testament yeah. to every postcode in Israel. You know, it's, it's, it's something very deep. Mm. And God knows. Mm. He knows. That, that we provoke them to jealousy. That they'll be jealous of the fact that we've got their Messiah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Um, we, we can get back on track. Um, on where, which verse yeah, have we so reached? Just to quick, I would yeah. say in verse... Um, Eight. It is the gospel that was preached. What he's saying is Abraham was saved, justified by faith, and blessed. And now he's saying that that declaration that God made to Abraham, that in him and his seed, mm. all the nations will be blessed. Yeah. That is a promise of salvation, not based on works, yeah. but based on the promise of God, yeah. that he would bless simply through through Abraham and his seed, mm. through, through, in other words, by grace. Mm. That is received, doesn't say through yeah. faith, but yeah. it's implicit that it's, it's a promise of blessing that is inherited mm. and therefore it's received by faith. So the gospel is not just Abraham is saved mm. that way and the promise is for all, all Gentiles to be saved yeah. that way. All those who have No faith. mention of the law. Yeah. And then he says, verse 9, so then, those who are of faith are blessed mm. with believing Abraham. Not those of, of, of legalism. Yeah. Yeah. Those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. That's right. Wonderful. So Abraham was blessed through faith. Yeah. And we are blessed through faith. Exactly. More than that, Abraham was blessed through faith in the Messiah. And we are blessed through our faith in the Messiah. That's right. Praise the Lord. So um, verse 10 John, I'm, can we don't just tell me? Don't tell I just me. Want to stay, <laughs> I want to stay in verse nine for a minute okay, yeah, because it. it's just the choice of words. And, and so then, those who are of faith, or those who of faith, because the are is not there, are blessed with believing Abraham. Yeah. And it's the tenses that appear to be there. I mean, he could have written. I mean, this talks about eternal life because he could so easily have said, "So then." Those who are faith are blessed as Abraham was blessed. Yeah. But he doesn't say that. He says they're blessed with believing Abraham. Good. As if Abraham is still you, blessed, he's still me. continuing You're to be absolutely blessed. Right. And, and, um, absolutely right. And we're blessed there with him. Yeah, mm. and that's the lovely, lovely, lovely declaration of yeah, eternal life. there right, in that parable as yeah. well with the Lord Jesus, the, the Lord spoke. Yeah. That's you know, wonderful points. Um, so in verse 10, it's basically, again, re-emphasizing, but a very interesting point is saying that you're cursed if you do not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. In other words, that for me is, you know, is, is, is Romans, you know, those who rely on the law. You can't keep the whole of the law. No. And, and the Lord Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, it's beyond that's why when you get to chapter 11 of Matthew, it's cast my care upon you, you know, yeah. cast your care upon me, you know, and, um, you know, take my yoke upon, upon you. Yes. Um, because you cannot bear that yoke. You can't do it. The Lord has to carry it for us and the grace comes in there. But uh, if you read the early chapters of, of Matthew, you, uh, as, a, uh, as an observant Jew, you could feel pretty hammered because... Mm. He's setting the mark higher, 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 yes. higher. What you yeah. think in your hearts, you know, what, 
of where you are. And so Paul is basically saying here, look, you are cursed um, if you can't keep everything mm. written in the book. And this word cursed means to be rejected. So yeah. notice he's contrasting blessing with curse. Yeah. He says, the way of faith brings blessing, mm. which is justification on life. Mm. The way of works of the law yeah. brings the opposite, which is the curse, mm. which is condemnation, rejection by God, yeah. and, and death. Uh, and so... Even if you fall in one aspect of the law, and it, you know, if you, if you can't keep all of it, you're, you're rejected. And he's clever because he's quoting from the law. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Deuteronomy exactly. 27, yes, 26. That's right. That is, that is right. Um, he's quoting from the law itself. Says, okay, you want to follow the law. Let's follow the law. Let's see where that leads us. Gotcha. <laughs> That's basically what he's saying. If yeah. you're going to keep the law, you're going to have to keep it yeah. in every particular yeah. and you're going to have to do it continually. That's so why in other words, Ray, Ray Masters, he does these little interviews if you're, if you're yeah. something about sin, you know, have you sinned? You know, no, I don't think so. Have you done this? Oh, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> you know, and he's got them on the street corner. You know, it, it's true. So that, and it's good for people to be reminded yeah. that all have sinned. And you've, you have sinned. I promise you, you have sinned. Exactly. No, because it's not just that you, you managed to do a few days in a row. Yeah. It's got to be continually. Yeah, so exactly. even if you eventually get your act together and you yeah. live perfect, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. Um, the fact that you've Ray, sinned in the past oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. means... It's not Ray Masters, it's Ray Comfort. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I've, um, got, I've got an expert, I've got a Google in Ray right. Comfort <laughs> from the way of the master. The way of the master, that's yeah. right. Thank you very much. I thought that was the Holy Spirit. Not Peter Masters, who's <laughs> <laughs> the other chap. Yeah. Your brother. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's... Um, the. You've got to continually do it. Yeah. And so even if you get your act together, the fact that you've made a mistake in the past doesn't get forgiven. Yeah. You, you need perfect. And the other thing to realize is the law is a complete unit. All right. So if you break the law, let's say I speed or something like mm. that, I break the law, and I might think in my mind, well, I'm still a good guy because I've basically kept all these other laws. I haven't exactly. murdered anyone recently. I haven't mm. stolen anything. Uh, but, okay, I've broken the law at this one point. Yep. Yep. But actually the Bible says if you break the law at one point, you break the whole law. Yes. So that's, I'm a lawbreaker. And that, that's and I'm the guilty. absolute position. And it's a logical position as well. Yeah. You are a lawbreaker. The law is a, is a unit. And if you break it at any point, at any time in your life, mm. and you're trying to live under the law, you are now under a curse. Yeah. And if... If God, if there isn't some other provision for you, you've had it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're under condemnation. By the way, it's so important not to concede, you know, as, as again, secular or liberal commentators would, um, that, that Jesus, you know, let's say the last temptation of Christ, you know, he, he, there's something going on in his head and he sinned. Um, <laughs> if, if he's a lawbreaker, he's not the... Spotless yeah. Lamb of God. Yeah. It's and uh, it, it is wicked. It's clever. It's coming from another angle, but it's saying that you know he he yeah he was like just as we are. He can't save so us he, if he's yeah exactly. Yeah, he he was he was he was tempted in all ways, but n n not from sin within, because again he couldn't be a spotless sacrifice. But um, but he he was tempted in all ways, but he didn't sin. And I would go further and say he couldn't sin. Because if he could sin, then that's, that's, the, that's the third 
as it were, member of the Godhead in eternity, yeah. who has the potential for sin. If you have the potential for sin in all eternity, you will sin. So that cancels out the whole of the Godhead. Yes. So for me, logically, I don't believe that God, um, there was even the potential, even though he was fully man, um, that, uh, you know, he, there wasn't any little seed of sin there, no. because then the, the, where, where is this? It was uh, impeccable. It was, I, I believe I think, in the th impeccable nature of I Christ. I think so, yes. Although some argue the other way around. Yes. Oh, isn't it wonderful that God risked, God risked the Godhead no. for us. <laughs> you know, that's what they would say. Oh, that's real love. That's, that's perfect love that he would actually, you know. He was genuinely tempted. He was. But there was no possibility that he would. I think sin. I'm pleased that we agree on that one because mm. I think it's a, it's a very important... It was important a genuine temptation. Of course. Yes, it wasn't just a charade. The whole exercise wasn't an illusion of the Lord coming to earth and all of that. It, it, he genuinely came to earth yes, as a human uh, being. But we need to be clear what we mean by he was genuinely tempted. Yeah. Somebody placed a temptation in front of him which is recognised as a temptation. Yeah. Christ was able to look at it and not be taken in by it. Mm. Yeah. It's not the same thing with wavering, shall I give in, shall yeah. I not, shall I give That's in? Right. No, I won't because yeah. I'm Jesus. Yes, it yes, wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he didn't have this sin within his heart, which, and I do believe, you know, all in Adam, you know, we are subject to this sin other law of sin and death. Yeah, the sin yeah. nature. Um, and I do believe that completely. And that's why we need, going back to creation, you need the physical Adam. He did exist yes. and he yes. did sin. Yes. And then through his seed, yeah. you know, there was, um, or through the, the um, now I'm getting confused because it, the seed that's spoken of in Genesis is the Messiah. Seed of the woman. Of the yes, woman the is the Messiah. Yes. But the, the seed of the offspring of Adam, mm. the first to sin, yeah. are all sinners by that, by virtue of being his offspring. So, so there isn't some other you know, leaky ape, you know, that's come, emerged from some other source that, um, you know, that isn't, that hasn't God, been God descended from Adam. God didn't create man as a sinner. No. You know, Adam sinned. That's right. And then sin transmitted itself down. I, 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 think, it's in, I think this is important. It, this yeah. is an interesting question, and I don't pretend to know the answer. I'd be interested if either you do. The seed of the woman, yeah. did Eve carry that seed? And did she pass that seed down through her progeny all the way to Miriam, Mary? Um, I, 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 it's, it's, it's the chromosomes. You have to talk to um, uh, Grady about this. Yes. Um, she, she, she did, but the, the sin came through Adam. Oh, yes, yes, I know but, that. You know, the everyone born of Adam was born of, was born of a woman. protected by God. But everyone born of, of Adam was, was, uh, 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 was born of a woman, except the Lord Jesus. That's right. Um, sorry, who wasn't from Adam. No. He was only no, from no. the woman. But, but, but Mary carried, uh, did she? I mean, carried a seed, the seed, yeah. that was fertilised yeah. and was Jesus. Was that seed carried genetically? I don't know. I mean, 
Well, I, my so understanding would, is, is it's corrupted. I don't think so myself. No, no, no. I don't think, think I think so either. But world. I've heard this question asked yeah. before, and I just so in, the, in the egg of I now I'm not. An, uh, we're really going yeah, outside yeah. our pay grade here. But within the egg of of a, of, a, of a woman, it doesn't have the um, the male chromosome. If I'm right. It's, a, it's the XX rather than the XY. Yes. But, I, but you need to have you, a better, a more detail, or Richard yes. Kent or someone else you yes, need to be talking yeah. about this. I, I just wonder. We're right. both I, folded I, arms because we don't know what we're well, talking it's, about. It's the seed, the seed of the woman. I mean, my understanding, yeah. it's a simple reference to the Messiah. Yes, That's right, right. I do. Yes. I don't think I, yes. it's talking about... Although I do believe that, obviously, there was a genetic connection. Yeah. Yes. But, um, but it's really just talking about the Messiah. Yeah. Is descendant will, will be born of a woman. Yes, and that cuts out the sin nature that yes. came through, the, male. through yeah. the man. That's that, and that's all important. Yeah, um, that's why we, the virgin birth is all important. Yes, and yet it's only really with modern genetics that people have established the, the difference. But mm. it's there. Yeah, it's, it is possible that the the this, the seed of the woman, not the women, because women have the seed of the man in them, but the actual seed, mm. when I mean, yes. do you know what I mean, the, yes. the um, whatever it comes yes. out Mary of. Mary had a sin nature. Correct. Which yes. But it seems like the sin nature is transmitted through, yeah. from Adam. Yeah, that's right. And therefore, everything is duplicated down the line, so the sin nature is transmitted through the man, yeah. through the man's that's right. That's right. thing. Yeah. Uh, and all important, the Lord didn't have that. So he wasn't born, mm -hmm. as it were, yeah. in sin. He was the second Adam. That's right, the last Adam. The last Adam, and the second. He was the second. I think Scripture refers to him as the last, though, doesn't mm -hmm. it? I know. I'm just yes. thinking of the hymn. Does it refer to both? The second Adam and the, the and last, the last Adam. Adam. Yeah, yeah that's right. Great. Mm. But there, I'm just thinking of the hymn that says, a second Adam to the fight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, um, but I think you're, you're right, he's the yeah. last. Praise the Lord. Uh, this is helping me because all of these little niggly thoughts I've had since childhood. <laughs> yeah, well, the, uh, that's why I brought, brought up that question just study. now because yeah. I've, I've heard it. Yeah, and I, I do believe. I, I read it once in the Attributes of God or, or yeah. in one a, a book on and, uh, and in the impeccability of Christ was, yes. was noted there. And I, I yeah. totally believe that. I'm sure that's right, yes. yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so here we are now from verse 10 um, about the fact that obviously if someone sins in one tiny regard, they've not kept the book and therefore they are rejected. And I think he's arguing from the law. He says, okay, yeah. you know, we've talked about Abraham, but okay, let's argue from the law since yeah. you're, you're basing your thoughts on the law. Yeah. The law says if you don't keep everything, yeah. you're going to be cursed. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't offer a solution for you. And then the next verse is another yep. quotation from the law, as it were. That's right. It's from Habakkuk, but it is, you know, technically part yep. of the law. Yeah, there's all quotation um, marks here. Yeah. And the, and the law actually points to another way of salvation that is not from the law, because Habakkuk says, of course, the famous verse, yep. the just or the, oh, sorry, let's read verse 11. Yeah. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident for... The just shall live by faith. That's in Habakkuk 2, verse 4. Or, yeah. Yeah. or the just by faith, the righteous by faith, yeah. is probably better. The righteous by faith shall live. That's right, that's right. In other words, the law itself points to another method to be saved apart from the law, yeah. which is 
justification. And then the following verse, following verse is Leviticus. So he, Paul is really throwing in a few sort of correlating verses. Leviticus 18.5. Yes. So he says, Christ redeemed us. Read, read it in your version. Oh, no, yeah. Verse 12. Okay, yeah. sorry, verse 12 first, yeah. Um, the law is not based on faith. On the contrary, the man who does these things will live by them. So that is Leviticus 18.5. Yeah. So yeah. the law says, okay, the man who does them shall live by them. So in theory, you can experience life through keeping the law. Mm. You know, that, and that's what Leviticus 18.5 is. And so we might think, well, okay, but, but although it's theor in, possible in theory, you would have to keep the law in every possible way, yeah. In, yeah. in perfection. And of course, that's what Christ did. He did keep the law perfectly, and as a result, he qualified to, to receive every blessing. Yeah. So, but anyone else, of course, no one can fulfill that verse. Yeah. So although the law does say there is a, a possible way to life, through the law, it is impossible yeah. because you would have to keep it perfectly and nobody can That's do right. that. But Christ did it. That's right. And he gave us his perfect righteousness. And there's another, another parallel in Romans 5. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man. Yes. Someone might possibly dare to die. But Christ, God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we're still sinners, Christ died for us. And, and so in verse um, 13, it's, it then brings that into it and a very profound, you know, very profound verse. Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree, which is from Deuteronomy 21, 23. Mm. That's amazing. It is. But it's there. I think a lot of folks don't, when I say folks, I mean Jewish friends, don't know what is in Mm. They're scriptures. And I, I had a, a, a long discussion. In fact, he, he traveled over specially from Israel. He, he was a rabbi who was in um, the cabinet. And, he, and someone had said, you need to talk to Tim Vincey because you're, you're going to America to talk to Pentecostals. And so he came over and specifically to talk to me about the Pentecostal religion. And he had reams of things from the internet. Mm -hmm. But in there was the whole gospel, mm. and he wanted to know. And I was pointing out parts of the Old Testament scriptures. Someone who's, who's very learned, who's reading it regularly as they do from their lectionary or whatever, and I've never seen that before, you see. I've never seen that before. Because mm. it is there. Yeah. I, I'm still amazed. I, I just find the whole, the, the Jewish people, we talked about the stars being the witness to God and the gospel, but the Jewish people are, there, there was a book written, I think, by David Torrance, the witness of God to the Jews, or the witness of the Jews to God or something. It's a wonderful little book. And um, they are just a living demonstration. Their scriptures, they have the oracles of God. So they are, whatever it says, they are, um, um, uh, what advantage is there in being a Jew? Much in every way. They have the oracles of God. And there, we've just read how many from the Hebrew Scriptures? Three or four. Yeah. Direct quotes which have there the heart of the Gospel, let alone Isaiah 9, verse mm. 6, and the other um, wonderful verses. It's there in Deuteronomy.
I just find it amazing. Uh, do you know what I find the most amazing? I often say this uh, as one of the most authenticating stamps in the scriptures is the fact that the Jewish people have all these um, scriptures and yet it's prophesied in Romans 11 that they, that they would be hardened and darkened, yes. they wouldn't believe. Yeah. The fact that there are Jewish people today, observant Jewish people, not secular folk who don't have any interest in the Bible, um, who have it all before them and they don't recognise that mm. um, Joseph is their brother because mm. <laughs> he's all dressed up in the Egyptian yeah. garb, um, that for me is a proof of our Bible as well. Mm. Yeah. The fact that they don't believe. It's not a denial of the, of the scriptures, it's an absolute or, you know, proof yeah. of what's been prophesied. So therefore we can believe in the, prophet, the other prophecies that, that, that's of, of all Israel being saved, yes, of, they of, will. of their being a fulfillment. Sorry, another digression, but there we are, we've just read those. We're, we're inching towards um, verse 14, dare we I are. say. But let, let's, let's well, not gloss over too quickly. Christ oh, has I'm redeemed so us so. from the How curse of the law. What's that got to do with it, John? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people might say, well, what is the curse of the law? Yeah. Well, there's lots of it, but you can do a lot worse than start in Deuteronomy 28 and go through to, to, to 29 and 30. Yeah. You'll get a pretty good flavour for what the curse yeah. of the law contains then. And most of it will have experienced it to a greater degree or less mm. um, some of those things listed there. Uh, they are the curse of the law. Now the light should start go on. You see, the devil's an imposter. He's quite happy that you don't understand that he's an interloper and camping out on your territory. Mm. Um, but once you begin to read that and understand that Christ has delivered you from this, you can start to, to, to reset the boundaries. Yeah. And uh, you, you need to great wisdom and prayer, and, and, and but with absolute faith in this completed work of Christ, yeah. and 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 rely on the completed work of Christ. I mean, you have to do it. I, I we might have a discussion about this, but I mean, we, you know, you you have to take. I don't like saying have to because it sounds so legalistic, yeah, doesn't it? No, but we'll let you. <laughs> we'll let you get away. With you that. have to take ownership in a sense of what it is that's affecting you or your family, recognise it for what it is and then deal with it according to this verse. Mm. Very good. Yes, we need to stand on this verse, don't we? We do. Because we do. Certainly dealing with curses yeah. as well. well. That's what I was the thinking. Opposite of because blessing. in the, those passages in, in Deuteronomy that you've mentioned, it, it ends with, I've set before you blessings and curses. Mm. In fact, I think he, I, he says, I call heaven and Heaven and earth as a witness. As witnesses, that's um, right. I, I, I have set, um, which could link into what we were talking about last week, you know, the, the witness. Of well, the whole heavens. point is that they can't choose. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I've set before you, blessing and cursings. It then says, um, therefore choose life so that you and your children may live. And there, 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 there is the, the two mountains, you know, yeah, Ger yeah. Gerasim and, yeah. and, 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 and Ebal. And, you know, one was for blessing and the other was cursed. One was fertile, if, I, if you'll correct me here, you know, and it was facing towards Jerusalem and the other was, was barren. Oh. And, you, and, and in the middle was the valley of decision. Mm. No, I'm not trying to no. completely throw into disarray yes, all good. of our discussions, but it was the valley of decision, which is where Shechem 
was, yes. which is the modern day Nablus. Mm. And I sometimes, if I, if I get a hearing, you know, um, and don't get shot, I say it to the Palestinians, you know, you, you, you've got a choice, you know, that um, uh, of blessings and curses. And, and the key verse is where it says, so that you and your children may live. The consequences of your decision today will affect you and will affect the future generations. And, and the problem with the Middle East is that there's not enough, there's wrong consideration, let's say, of, of what is in store for the children. And often, you know, from Arafat and others, you know, there's an encouragement for children to be grown up, to, uh, to grow up with hatred and indoctrination mm, yes. um, and demonization. And that's not choosing life. Mm. And they're literally trained to be shaheeds. Yeah. Mm. And he says that the, the womb of the, the Palestinian woman is our greatest weapon. Mm. And, and then he, he, he says, I want peace, you know, you know uh, coexistence with Israel. And then in Arabic, he's saying that we're going to march our shaheeds to Jerusalem, our martyrs. So, and this is to children, encouraging them. Um, Muhammad al-Jura was the little boy who was shot in crossfire, um, which all the world's media said he was shot maliciously or vindictively by an Israeli, and a French um, a news uh, team filmed it, and eventually they did through the French courts to prove um, that actually he was shot, maybe accidentally, but shot from the Palestinian mm. side. But this little boy became a martyr, a symbol of martyrdom mm. uh, across all the schools, and schools were named, Palestinian schools named after him. In other words, it's a great thing to, to aspire yeah. to put a suicide belt on yes. with, a, with a suicide bandana on your head and blow yourself up and now we are 30 years past the so-called Oslo peace process because they have not chosen life they've chosen curses yes and you, and it, it does have a massive impact as sin we were speaking earlier has had an impact through the generations I do believe that you know blessings you know go to the third and fourth generation and so do curses Mm. The sins of the fathers. Yeah. And whether that has anything to well, do with what we've just, just said. But I feel well, very strongly about that. And we just got yeah. to really think about the next generation. The Lord prayed in, in John 17 for the next, those who would come and hear the message. Mm. He said, I, we're only custodians yes. here yes. ourselves. We, yes. we should be thinking about the next um, generation and the ones to come who will hear the message and prepare them to deliver that message so that their your children to the third and fourth generation would live. Mm. Praise the Lord. And that's, and that's the children beyond your own grandchildren. Yes. The ones that you won't necessarily see. see yeah. Wonderful um, stepping out in faith. I, I, do you know, I only, was it this, um, uh, this uh, Bible study or the one before you said you didn't have children? Mm. So you're very graciously listening to me, you know, sounding off on this subject. Yeah, but I do important. feel it is so yeah. important. Yeah. And of course, yeah. there are spiritual children from a ministry. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and you, you don't see the faith of uh, Hebrews 11 is they didn't see. That's right. It, it, the faith come to pass. So that's another case of, of the, thir the fourth generation. You don't see that, but you believe it. Mm. You, you know, you're yeah. in faith for them. Mm. And of course, the Lord could come back before then. Yeah. But. 
Sorry, you're very patient with me. Yeah. Well, it's interesting what you said about Moses saying, I set before you blessing and curse. Yeah. Choose. Yeah. And that's what Paul is doing here in this passage. He's saying, look, there are two paths. Mm. One leads to blessing, the other leads to curse. What, you know, choose. You're mm. going to choose the way of faith yeah. in the grace of God, or you're going to choose the way of works, the yeah. works of the law. One leads to blessing, the other leads to curse, because if you don't keep the law perfectly, you're going to come under the curse of God, the judgment of God. But if you choose to trust in God's grace, yeah. then you will be blessed. Yeah. And how is that possible? Mm. Galatians 3.13, on the cross, mm. Jesus took our sin. He took yeah. our curse, thank yeah. God. Yeah. He took our sickness. He took our, you know, everything that comes, the yeah. curse of sin. And he, uh, by the Deuteronomy scripture basically says that when a man was executed, they would hang him on the on a tree, mm. and that would outwardly signify that this is a man under the curse of God. Mm. And Jesus, of course, dying by crucifixion, that demonstrated the fact so that he had taken yeah. a curse mm. for himself on on himself, yeah. so that we can come into the blessing of God. He did the great exchange. And so he started by saying, foolish Galatians, you know, Christ crucified was portrayed yeah. to you, yeah. and now he's expanding that a bit now. Yeah. What did Jesus do on the crucifixion? Mm. He took our curse. Yeah. And of all the broken laws, and gave us his so we're, blessing. We're close to being out of time. Say what you wanted to say, but then well, I, I read the final well, perhaps, perhaps it'll, it, it will have to wait yeah. till next week okay. then, because I, I think we need to examine a bit, because it's very easy to read this, say, yeah. oh, Christ has taken the curse of the law. We're all right, we're not under it. Yeah. But I want to revisit this exchange okay. and look at actually what he did in those three hours when it was all laid upon him and he took it. This is no picnic, right. and it's, we, it deserves more than just reading quickly over Thank it. You. No, that's very good. So I'm going to read quickly over it now, but we were in the knowledge that we'll come back to it. That it says in verse 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to us, the Gentiles, through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit to be continued. Um, yes. I love the fact that we don't skirt over anything. We look forward to revisiting some of those verses and see you next week.